Welcome to the 1110 Leadership Podcast, where we tackle issues at the intersection of leadership, faith, and culture. I'm your host, Rob Shields, Vice President of Strategy at 1110 Leadership, and I'm joined by my co-host, founder and CEO of 1110 Leadership, David Spicker. Proverbs 1110 lays out a bold and countercultural vision. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. We're here to ask, what does it look like practically to be this type of leader? Leaders willing to invest everything they have so that everyone around them can thrive. Join us on the journey as we lean in, listen, and learn how to become Proverbs 1110 kind of leaders. The kind of leaders that make our cities rejoice. David, welcome back, my friend. Hey, Rob. How's 2024 treating you? It's going well so far. Well so far. We're, we're, early. Early, we're early, but <laughs> have high but, hopes. I love it. I love it. Well, I hope we can keep those hopes high as we continue to make our way through our new series. Loving this theme around wholeness. I know that you you spend a lot of time on it and focus on it when it comes to your book. And today we're going to get really practical from last week. If you are new to the series, new to the podcast, we encourage you to start with laying the foundation around starting with our, our why with our first episode, which was last week, because we're going to build off of that one to dive into the importance of knowing and developing a personal mission statement and, and our own core values as leaders. And so, David, let's just jump straight into this. Why is having a personal mission statement and having personal values essential for leaders? Man, I love this. I think this is one of the most exciting opportunities for a leader to do if he or she has not done this, which is to identify their mission and values, not just their company mission and values, but their own personal mission and values. And I find that it's rare that leaders have done this, have taken the steps. Why it's important, it it clearly identifies why we are on the planet. Like what makes us so valuable and so precious in light of the work that is going on around us and the work that God wants to do and is doing in the world. And so for us to identify that special place or the the special work that God has designed for us, and it's right there for every one of us. It's just a matter of finding the language and the words to to really hone in on who we are and what we're about, which is our mission statement. So our mission is is what we do, what what we're designed to do, and why we're on the planet. And our values are the things that motivate that, the principles, the ideas, the things that are non-negotiables that provide the motivation and the drive for what it is that we do. And so we derive a tremendous amount of confidence when we do this clarity. We know what we're good at, what we're not good at, how to have people around us to compliment us, to be certain that as we stay in the lanes that that we're designed for, that we're having the most impact that we possibly can have. So this is a fun exercise for us to do with the leaders that we work with. And I hope as we walk through this a bit, those listening will not only be inspired, but also have some, some takeaways about how they can do it. Yeah, I love that. I think I think defining those terms before we get practical to help our listeners really craft their own values and mission statement is really helpful. This idea that 
a personal mission statement is really around your sense of purpose, which we unpacked in the previous episode. And then values are really, what are your convictions? And I love that because similar to core, core values for your company, these are not aspirational. These are who you are, not who you want to be, but who you are, the things that matter to you and that do motivate you and, and fuel your work in the world, whatever that looks like. So yeah. David, let's, let's actually help our, our listeners really think through this and kind of run through the exercise of similar to what we do in our Thrive trainings and work with companies. How can a leader go about identifying their personal values? Well, there are a variety of ways. It can be simply sitting down with a blank sheet of paper and walking through the things that are most important to you individually. Adjectives, phrases. We, we often think of verbs, too, when we think about values because they want to be active and ideas that are, that are living and breathing. There are also tools that can be used. We use one with our leaders to help them do what's called a value sort. Rob, how would you describe that? Yeah, simply, I mean, this is shout out to my friend, Jess Averhart. This is a, a poor man's version of what she used to do with groups with Leadership Triangle. It can be hard sometimes on a blank piece of paper to just generate even words that are true about your, yourself or the things that you carry as convictions in life. And so having prompts are sometimes really helpful. So you can get worksheets like this online, but one that we use, you know, prints out a list of about 30 different adjectives or phrases that can describe you. And then really working through that list, trying to narrow it down to get to what those core values are for, for you personally, because all of them sound good and you probably aren't, is it, this isn't about what isn't you, it's what is most inherent to who you are. And so it is a really helpful to try to be relatively strict with narrowing that down. We, we tell people to try to identify their top two and do that in phases where you take a list of 30 and then you, you pick your top 10. So do it, in, do it in rounds and then move from 10 down to five. And then the, really where it gets difficult is can you move down from five? Not to say that those five don't matter. You know, I've got my top five core values that are, I think are all pretty equally important. But then can you move to identifying are there two that really emerge that are foundational values? And I think having that level of clarity, similar to clarifying our mission statement and keeping that list concise and short, really can be a clarifying exercise versus if you merge from that with like 15. Like, okay, that doesn't really work as a decision-making funnel for me for life of, I'm just going to orient my life around these 15 values, right? But then when you get down to five or even two, it really does provide a lot of clarity. And when you think about goal setting, which is a lot big theme for for this series, then it's incredibly empowering for a leader to do that. So what are your five core values? Oh, you put me on the spot? You're yes, just gonna, absolutely. You're just gonna, <sighs> As you said them, I'm thinking people want to know your core values <laughs> okay. and also how you would describe them because it's important not just to have the words, but how they're defined that give them color around what the ways that they motivate you. Yeah. These aren't ranked in any particular order, but I've, I, can, I can share my top five. I'll, I'll share them all, and then I'll circle back and, and unpack each of them. Honesty, humility, hospitality, perseverance, and contentment. And so honesty, I, just, I, I think that's something that people have always affirmed in me. Uh, I can sometimes be too honest, so I'm working on maybe scaling that back in certain situations. But integrity is really important. 
to me. And I, I really value that for a lot of different reasons, which we don't really even have time to to get into. But I think circumstantially in my life, just really valuing people who are honest and aspiring to be honest in all aspects of my life and just kind of lacking hypocrisy, right? What you see is, is what you get. Humility, this importance of just saying, you know, I want to be always checking myself that I'm trying to put too much emphasis on me either in the spotlight or, you know, trying to make too much of myself. I want to make sure that I'm always taking a, an others-centered approach, which ties into hospitality. I think the way that circumstances have played out in my life, just this idea of really having an others focused, honestly born out of, of hardship and suffering that has made me identify and have empathy with even people who are on the margins of society or even just within a family unit, right? Just being able to move towards the person that feels the most left out or ostracized and trying to have them feel like a deep sense of belonging. There have been really times in my life where I've felt in, in that place. And so it's, it's created a real genuine empathy for me. I can see those people really clearly and naturally, whatever room I walk into, and I, I gravitate towards making them feel comfortable because I, I, I really have valued when people have done that for me mm. when I've been in that situation. And then perseverance, again, a lot of these are tied to each other, this concept of sticking through hard hardship and being someone that doesn't give up easily. I can, you can take each of these too far. You can over-focus on each of them. I think perseverance is one of them where you, I can be, the, when this is skewed, I can stay in a situation longer than I need to with this whole kind of suck it up and just push through and do the hard thing mentality. But I do really uh, feel like perseverance is something that I, I, I really value and think that I, I want to be slow to walk away from something if I feel called to it and a conviction that it matters. And I really respect others who embody that trait. And then finally, contentment. This idea of really walking through life with a sense of, I have enough and I am enough. And that really being foundational to the way I exist and the way I treat others, that I am full and I'm accepted and I move out into the world from a place of acceptance, not grasping for it. And I, I mean, this is one, this, this of all of them might be the most aspirational because I don't think I necessarily do it all that well, but I really value it. I really prioritize trying to practice contentment and trying to do a lot of positive kind of self-talk and reminding myself of, of what is true about me so that I can really enter into a place of contentment, even as I aspire to change and better myself, my family, my community. So those are those are my top five. Well, what I love about that, and for those listening, that's a good example of how just in three to four minutes, because Rob has identified his values, we have an opportunity to really get to know him pretty quickly mm. because they're at the heart of who he is and what he's about. So that's just a really good example of how this works. and how this can be for all of us where we can be confident again in who we are and what motivates us. Mm. So David, I think our audience are on the edge of their seats. You, you, you teed me up, put me on the hot seat. I'm going to, I'm going to return the favor. Can you unpack and share your core values? Surely you wouldn't ask me if you didn't have them ready to explain. No, I, the whole point was to have you be vulnerable, not me. 
<laughs> Not in the spirit of this podcast. Oh, come on. Give so, the people what they want. I, okay. Okay. So I have four and I've worded them a little bit different. I used verbs instead of nouns, but we can approach this in a variety of ways. But here are my four. Being still, seeing others, stepping in, and giving hope. So being still is this idea of being still before God and trusting him and that my life is a life of trusting him. And also not being frenetic, but trying to rest first, which comes after, comes out of a lot of what we've talked about on our episodes. Seeing others is just really being attentive to others, being able to see things in others that they might not be able to see in themselves. And that's been affirmed in me to be able to do that. Stepping in is this idea of stepping in gaps, particularly between people groups, This is where the idea of being just fits in with the way I'm wired. I find myself wanting to bridge relationships among different people and also step into issues that are broken and try to figure out how to fix them. And then finally, giving hope. All this is meant to lead people and even myself to hope, hope that comes in Jesus, hope that there is uh, opportunities for things to to flourish like we talk about. And so those are the things that really motivate me and have become core to who I am. Mm, I love those. You got me thinking about, you know, what what verbs I can add to mine as well. And I love I love that honestly the whole premise of this podcast, right? And the work that, that motivates us, David, and, and what we do, it's right there on our list of values. And we can we know them and we can articulate why this work matters to you and I and what fuels us to have these conversations and to come alongside leaders to really wrestle through some really complicated topics because it's it's really intrinsic to, to who we are, which and I love that emphasis of even this episode of more who we are fuels what we do. And so on that on that theme, let's shift a little bit. I, I hope that that was helpful when people are thinking and we can try and drop a link in the show note to different resources around value sorts for people to be able to to latch onto if they if they want to want help and need help in guiding them through that process building off of that now if someone has their core values what tips would you have in having them create their own personal mission statement what are some maybe some some guidelines that you would offer people as they think about walking through that process yeah so again your mission statement is what you're designed to do what you do why you exist in the world. It can be daunting to come up with uh, one phrase that gets after this, but that's, that's the goal. And you want to have a phrase that's not too long. In fact, we would recommend 15 words or less, that it's centered on what your strengths are and where people in your life have really identified what you're good at and where you are at your best. And it's important. This is, I think, almost critical for you to get feedback from other people, particularly those who are close to you, because oftentimes we don't see what's normal to us as being so valuable because we just think it's normal. And we think maybe everybody has it. We don't think it's unique. But when other people speak into our lives and help us see that when we're just being ourselves and we're having the most impact, then that's where your mission lies. And people can speak that into you. 
So as much as you can do this on your own and again, get out that sheet of paper or look for tools that allow you to build a mission statement, we would encourage you to have others speak into this, have them identify words, phrases, or even ways in which you have impacted them to get after this. Hmm. But the best mission statements are others focused. They're not like, hey, I want to be great. I want my family to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Greatness for my household. You know, I mean, (laughs) obviously for us, it's about, you know, you thrive when others thrive and our communities thrive. Mm. You know, we've talked about this over and over again. So others focused, people centered mission statements are, are really where you want to center this. Because again, you are on this planet. We all are for a unique purpose. We only have one life to live. God has given us unique gifts, talents, and abilities. We are extraordinarily valuable, every single person, no matter what role, what job, what place or position we're in. And we have a unique mission. And I can't tell you, again, I mentioned this, once you have that in your head, it gives you such clarity and confidence for living each day. Mm. David, can you provide some examples for us, you know, even just as prompts and as people are thinking about, oh man, I'd love to do this. Can you give me Give some examples to our listeners of ones that particularly have either resonated with you or that fit those guidelines that you just laid out. Yeah, so we do this in our Just Leadership groups. The leaders who are part of these groups, this is what they do. We have them build out a plan that's called a Just Leadership Plan, and at the very heart of that plan is their own personal mission statement. So here are some examples that have come out of that exercise. First one, mirror God's grace through generous giving and ready service. Another one that I really, I really love, to build things people enjoy. Here's another one, empower people to reach their full potential in life. And then here's mine. Here's my personal mission statement. Equip leaders to help everyone thrive and experience the fullness of God. So you get a sense. They're, they're pithy. Mm. They're, sh- they're short. They're, they're general, you know, they're not so specific, but they're also unique. They're not so overly general where it's just like, hey, I want to help people. But they have qualities to them that identify specific things that are about that person. Like for me, I was intentional about using the words equip leaders. I realize that my gift is to come alongside leaders. That doesn't necessarily mean I don't come alongside other people, but my unique niche is around leadership. And so that it helps everyone to thrive. That's the next phrase in my mission. And when I say everyone, I mean everyone. Those who are people of power, wealth, and influence, and those who are on the margins. And so it's very intentional for me to use that word, everyone. And then finally, to experience the fullness of God, that everyone at the end of the day would come to know the creator of the universe and have life through him. So those are key elements to my mission that I wanted to make evident. And when somebody comes up to me and asks me about that, then I can be very confident and clear about who I am and what I'm designed to do. Hmm. David, final thought, bottom line, someone says, hey, I'm in. I'm doing it. I'm going to create a personal mission statement. I'm going to do a value sort. 
I'm going to put them together. I'm going to follow the guidelines. I'm going to share it with those around me who can really affirm this and make sure that it's, it's representative of who they are as leaders. What final word would you want to leave them as they go about that journey when it comes to advice along the way? Well, I'd say if you do this correctly, then values are always going to be your values. In other words, those shouldn't change over time. They could, but if you do this well and you really understand what's at the core of who you are, your values will be set and really the things that guide you for the rest of your life. Your mission, on the other hand, can evolve. Hmm. It, It can change and that's okay. It can change at different stages of life, your different circumstances, the things that you grow or understand about yourself and the people around you. Um, So this can be an iterative exercise, not something that's so set in stone, or you don't have to always get it, feel like you get it right. But I I just, we want to encourage you to, to, to go for it, to make this a part of your 2024 that by the end of the year or by the end of the first quarter, I know my personal mission statement. I've identified my values. And then you can tell this, those, those, your mission and your values then carry into the work that you're doing and the organizations that you're a part of and how they fit within those contexts. Like we've talked about, your mission statement is your mission statement no matter where you work. It goes with you, no matter what your context, no matter what your circumstances. So it can provide real clarity for you as you're in your your work and your jobs, but how then you can live that out through your work. I'm excited. I'm excited about the leaders and our listeners who will take you up on this invitation to go on this journey. And hopefully it'll be a really clarifying exercise, even as we move forward in this series around goals and wholeness. And, and move into other topics, I think having a personal mission statement and a value clarity around your personal core values are, are going to be really helpful in thinking through even goal setting that could flow from that, both wider as we think about companies, but also deeper as we think about even at home in our relationships with, with family or even our, our personal faith. So mm. excited to keep going on this journey with you, David. Until next time, my friend. Thank you, Rob. To learn more about 1110 Leadership, visit our website at 1110leadership.com. That's the numerals 11, then spelled out T-E-N, leadership.com. That's 11-T-E-N, leadership.com. There you'll find more resources to equip you on the journey of becoming an 1110 leader. You can also get connected to our growing leadership network. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. To help others find us, you can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.